Welcome to the Happily Married in Love podcast with your host, Michael and Sherry Barnes. Hey, this is Michael. And and we are back. You know, we're, we're talking about couples in the Bible because they give us examples of seeing how people live and the things they dealt with. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked about, we, we kicked it off with Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. you know, where we see in the original, they were created perfect. They were complimentary to each other. I mean, they were living in the garden. They mm-hmm. had it all. They was living large, <laughs> you know, right. mosquitoes wasn't biting them, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, they could go out, didn't have to worry about wolves attacking them mm-hmm. or everything. They can go up, rub, you know, play with the lions, you know, life was good. Mm-hmm. And then from an interpersonal relationship, they, they knew each other. They were working, you know, they were both naked and unashamed. There's vulnerability going on mm-hmm. that they could share their real selves with each other and not feel judged. You know, they can walk with each other. And, and it, it was like, it was. It was the Garden of Eden. Right, exactly. Literally. Exactly. You know? and, they, and the scripture said that the Lord God would come down and they and talk with them. You know, but we see, you know, to see Eve gets deceived. She eats yeah. the fruit. Adam didn't get deceived, but he just made the decision that, you know, he wants to commit treason. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, so he blows it. So that now things are broken. There's fear. There's there's this heartache that later comes, you know, with the oldest son. Their oldest son kills the youngest son. Mm-hmm. First murder. In you know, the first murder, yeah. You know, you know they're dealing with that. You know that they, they at one point they were both naked. Now they're wearing, you know, animal clothing to cover mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be cold. You know, no, some mosquitoes might be eating them now, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. whatever it is. You know. You know, he's waking up with aches and pains, you know, whatever, because he's working with the sweat of his brow, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. It's funny, before we got on, we were just kind of talking through, you know, using a little bit of imagination, just wonder how many times, you know, Adam laid his head at night and says, man, I messed up. Yeah. I messed up, you know. And then, you know, Eve chimes in as the great wife as she is, like, yeah, dude, you messed up. If you knew better, why, why you didn't stop? Right, they blamed each other. You know. If you knew I was messed up, why did you why did you stop? That was your responsibility. Right. And he went back and forth and said, you shouldn't even listen to that snake. Who told you to right. start talking to a snake? I mean, who does that? Right, exactly. Telling you to do something wrong. Right. Or she might have been like, you, you know, you know, they haven't in, invented rulers yet, but, you know, that's a millimeter off. You, you know, you should also be on our house. Where's my house? <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. You know, and he'd be like, Lord, this woman you gave me, you know? Right, right. <laughs> you know? You know, he goes and takes a walk and says, well, where you been? Well, I just had to get away from, you, you know, you mm-hmm. see the conflict, you know, and obviously we're using, you know, speculation on our part because we don't know, but we can imagine it then. All right, so let's fast forward. We're going to talk about Abraham and Sarah. But before then, in between here, you have the flood of Noah mm-hmm. that has occurred. Mm-hmm. Things have changed. Life is different. You see there's, there's evil. So, you know, there's been generations that have gone over. So at least by this point, Adam, so at least 900 and 969 years okay. have passed through, mm. at least, because Methuselah was the oldest person, and his name actually means when he, essentially a paraphrase, when he is dead, the flood shall come. Mm. That's essentially what his name means. Okay. So you can see almost a thousand years, and then, you know, so that gives you some time frame there. The reason that's important because people still lived fairly long and the environment was better. They didn't mm-hmm. have the pollution. 
but yet the lifespan did shorten. Yeah. All right. So talking about Abraham and Sarah, you've got something. First of all, I want to share from Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 11 that talks about these, they, we call them heroes. We could, I guess we could call them like celebrities. I don't know if we can <laughs> I, say I like heroes of the faith. I like that. Heroes better. of the faith. Okay, right. we'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. It says in verse 11 of Hebrews 11 in the Amplified Classic, Mm-hmm. Because of faith, also Sarah herself received physical power mm-hmm. to conceive a child, right. even when she was long past mm-hmm. the age for it, mm-hmm. because she considered God, who gave her the promise to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word. Wow. So from one man, though he was physically as good as dead, mm-hmm. there have sprung s- descendants whose number is as the stars of heaven mm-hmm. and as countless as the innumerable sands on the seashore. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Sarah, who was beyond childbearing years. We're dealing with probably most likely infertility. They had been wanting a child for the longest. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, he thought he was going to have to have children to, you know, give his his uh, inheritance to his servant. Mm-hmm. But God, God saw something different. Oh, man. So let's unpack that. Okay. In the time frame they lived, you, you're correct. At this point, she's got to be in her 60s. He's in his 70s. Mm-hmm. But the Lord calls him. Now, obviously, the, their 60 probably is like our 30 or 40s. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. probably look fairly good. Because even later on, is if you all read through this, we're, you know, through, you start picking up at Genesis 12 and reading forward, that even they went down to Egypt. And with her being a 60 plus or, you know, somewhere between 60 and 90 years old, Pharaoh was like, who's this hot mama? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally, he's like, okay, she coming in my harem, you know, Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. you know, because even Abraham told her, no, I'm no, I'm jumping ahead here. But that gives you an idea kind of, they know they were good looking people, but you're right. They had dealt with infertility and so many couples today so you see that's another result of adam and eve falling where they should be fruitful and multiplying now they're having trouble and and in this case the inability at the up to that point Mm -hmm. where they can't so you can imagine the interpersonal relationship they work through Mm -hmm. and it even kind of seems as you read through it that you know with them being i'm going to say they're both 60 in their 70s whatever that they kind of just settled as, well, you know, past childbearing years, they're not here yet. So it is just kind of is what it is. Mm-hmm. But still having that unfulfilled portion portion of their life. Right. You know, and especially during that time, you know, if you didn't have kids, it's not like today. I would say the best way we can equate it is like you've got a person who owns their own business. Mm-hmm. They want to pass it on to their kids. It's the legacy. Right. And that's what he did because Abraham was rich. So he was the he was like the wealthiest guy. He wants to pass it on because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. knows if he passes the guy born in his house, who was Eliezer, is his chief servant. Mm-hmm. He's going to inherit everything. Right. Which is probably not bad in itself. But, you know, you want the family name to go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK. Go so, ahead. So. Oh. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, so we're going to start with Genesis 16, correct? Oh, yeah, but before we get to <laughs> Genesis 16, the reason I brought that up is because, um, well, before then, God gives him word, mm-hmm. brings him there. So, all right, we're going to set up, before we go to Genesis 16, 
God calls Abraham out, calls him away from his family, mm-hmm. which it really was. You read, you read Hebrews 11. You started there. Mm-hmm. It was a faith walk because, you know, they probably were living in uh, um, archaeological. Archaeological? We're both archaeologists. Word, uh, yeah, I'm messing it up. People who dig up old stuff. Archaeologists. <laughs> archaeologists. Thank you. It's easy for me to say, right? <laughs> you know, they've gone through and they actually think they have found the kind of place he lived in. So he, it was like a family compound. Mm-hmm. And there was a, and the time that they found it, it was like multiple stories. He like two or three story buildings. And I mean, so he was living pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be like, you know, you live in large and God comes to you and say, I want you to leave all that and go to somewhere. I'll tell you when you get there. Yeah, yeah. Now, Sarah obviously had enough faith in Abraham mm-hmm. that he's successful to say, oh boy, I don't know what you heard, but I'm going with you, but this ain't working. I'm co- you coming back, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know, but she, but she went with him. You know, and again, it doesn't tell us, but uh, it seems as if she was like, okay, I'm trusting. You said you heard from God. We're going to go this and go that route. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, so God promises and said, look, you guys are going to have some kids. And she's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Way past menopause. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, the, script, <laughs> the scripture talks about, you know, when, when God comes and she laughs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, shall me being that old, shall I have pleasure again? Mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. kind of lets you know maybe the menopause kicks in. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and maybe the pleasure was gone. Mm-hmm, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know. Well, th- these are adults talking. Right. You know, we, sometimes for menopausal women, there is no pleasure. It's painful. You know, right, or, right. Um, you know, and just the whole deal. I mean, mm-hmm, she's getting mm-hmm. older and everything. And maybe she even was even referring to the pleasure of holding a child or bearing a child. Right. You know. Now, the reason I brought up, you know, chapter 16, we're going to pick up there, is because this is where very often couples say again, we're assuming that people are trying to walk with God and walk with the word. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we come up with our own plans. We think we're going to help God because we're not clear on what he said. Now, he said you're going to have a kid, but maybe he didn't give you the details. So Mm -hmm. you're like. Well, maybe this is the way. So now verse one says, now Sarai, before her name became Sarah, Abraham's Abram's wife, excuse me, had borne him no children. She had an Egyptian maid whose name was Hagar. Mm -hmm. And Sarai said to Abram, see here, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. I'm asking you to have intercourse with my maid. It may be that I obtain children by her. Abraham listened to and heeded what Sarai said. The reason I bring that up is during that culture that it was something that someone, it'd be like a surrogate today, mm-hmm. except, you know, they didn't have artificial insemination. He, <laughs> he had to go old school, <laughs> you know, but, but, mm-hmm. but to bringing it up, I'm looking at that saying, okay, from a relational standpoint, for her to get to the point, I'm from a cultural standpoint for us. I mean, I, I can't hear you saying today, okay, we was in that no. situation. I can hear you saying like, hey, you know, here's an Egyptian maid. Right. You know, even if the culture said, you'd be like, uh, we're going to find some other way to do this. Mm-hmm. But No. 
obviously she must have been a looker or Abraham was like, well, let me check and see if we still got it. Because <laughs> there's no, no argument. He just said he heated her when she said. That. Right, right. He's like, so, Abraham, what in the world are you thinking about? Well, I mean, he, he, he could say, you brought her. You brought it up. <laughs> hey, you know, before we go on, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll pick up. She would serve as a surrogate and then the child born actually would be attributed to you know sarah as if there was hers you know we were talking about that whole piece of here's an example where they're trying to help god they're doing mm -hmm, the best mm -hmm. at that point they're doing the best they can in terms of what they understood and i think sometimes that couples you know i can imagine you know well let's read on all right so she gets pregnant. All right. Now, verse four. Here's where it gets. Now, Abraham. <laughs> I right. Mean, you you got to be a wise man to have more than one woman mm -hmm. that you can almost consider wife in that case. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, hang on. Let me let me qualify it because I can just hear some people like, whoa, wait a minute. You can't have more than one wife today. I'm talking about from the standpoint of having interpersonal relationships that maybe you have a in-law and an outlaw mm -hmm. and you still got to deal with baby mama right sometimes that's a negative term but you know you, your children's mother right that's a better way of saying it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. okay or your children's father all right <laughs> <laughs> verse four and it says and she and he had intercourse with hagar and when she became pregnant and when she saw she was with child she looked with contempt upon her mistress and despised her I mean, let's let's. I mean, it sounds like a Hollywood movie. That it like sounds she, like it was scandal. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, she's a servant now. She's a servant, but you know, she comes in to maybe the maybe the bed linens and say, "Oh, I still remember that time with Abraham." And oh, oh wow, I'm carrying his child. Mm. Ooh wee. You you know she like. You talk about getting salty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, like wow. Yeah, or just like. You know, or maybe she said, you know, you know, hey, I'm pregnant now, so I can't do the, you know, I can't do the, I can't do the curtains today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm hiring, I'm paying your way. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if you could, if you could take care of your man and produce some kids, <laughs> we wouldn't, <laughs> you, right, you, you know right. what I'm saying? Just, just, just putting fire upon fire. Yeah, fire. You know, to the, gets to the point where verse five says, Sarah said to Abraham, <laughs> see here we go here's back to the blame because we talked about it adam and eve mm -hmm. may the responsibility for my wrong and deprivation of rights be upon you i gave my mate into your bosom and when she saw she was with a child i was contemptible and despised in her eyes may the lord judge be the judge between you and me you, you hear that wow it's like it's your fault i gave my maid to you and she got pregnant it was all kind of uh, just. If I was just, able, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it was all kind of uh, just just hurtful feelings. She's angry. She was right. mad. She was, you know, jealous. Like, wait a minute, I'm the wife, right? And here, my mistress is walking around sashaying and happy that she's carrying this baby with your baby. Mm -hmm. You know, but as I, you know, as a man, I'm standing here. If I'm Abraham, like, you gave her to me for the purpose of pregnancy. What did you think was going to happen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you know, right, did right. you did you not think through that? And I, I know that, you know, 
I mean, and and then, but you can imagine what she's going through though. Already, she couldn't produce this. You know, this girl, this woman, now's pregnant, and she's despising her. So mm -hmm. I mean, think about her self worth. Maybe her, low. yeah, maybe it so. Low, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, and maybe self worth is not the word, but okay. And now as a woman, what what would that say to you? How would you be feeling about that? I was going to say that Sarah was, that really was dealing with a lot of insecurity at that point. Where okay. she might have had the confidence. Now it's just like, man, mm -hmm. you know, I made the, I really blew it. Mm -hmm. And she just got really self-conscious and and angry. Right. I mean, she couldn't do anything about this, this situation. Like, right. I should have really thought that through. Right. <laughs> But again, especially during that time, it, it was people, women were almost considered cursed if you couldn't bear children. So she's dealing with social. Mm -hmm. And and no, at this point, you know, it was like you work for Abraham Incorporated because he had multiple people who worked there. So they saw day in and day out. Mm -hmm. They saw mm -hmm. it. Oh, can you imagine that the, the proverbial well or water cooler with the conversations <laughs> were? <laughs> it's like, you know. Right, taking pictures of her, like, look at her belly. Click, click, you know, taking pictures and carrying Right, exactly. And sending that thing, making it viral. Right. You know, and, you know, then how many women are looking at, you know, you know people looking like, oh, you know, that's Abraham Squeeze right there. You know, mm -hmm. she, she's missed. Now she's, you know, you know, we got to watch what we say, right? <laughs> you know, the whole deal, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, whatever's going on with that, you know. Um, but again, that you see that 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 affects so many relationships. Now, because of, uh, we, we talked about it earlier, as a couple, they had to walk through the infertility issue. Mm -hmm. And there's so many couples today. And statistically, they say that very often some couples don't make it through an infertile period they Correct. don't you know um you know this this was a situation where it to me it was it was jacked up it was a hot mess as they say <laughs> but who says that sometimes in a you know in today that maybe a guy sees another woman because he wants a kid and maybe mm -hmm. he goes out he's tempted because they're not together. Right. But in this case, it appears they were together, but she just really made a bad decision and he fell along with her. Because <clears throat> now from a guy and husband standpoint, I'm kind of curious why Abraham didn't say, you know what, hang on, Sarah, wait a minute. Before we, before I, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but let me go talk to the Lord and ask him first, is this what he thinks? Is this what he really intended? You know? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do that. He had a weak moment, right? He had a weak moment. Well, you had to have a series of moments to. <laughs> to he might have been checking her out, like. Mm. Yeah, like I said, you know, some you know, some Egyptian women are moment. beautiful, man. <laughs> you know, he might have been like, yeah, like I said, yeah, hey, you know, he still got it. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no Viagra back that day. No, <laughs> so not just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but verse six picks up and says, but Abraham says to Sarah, after she goes through all this and says, see here, the maid is in your hands and power. Do as you please with her. So he's like, I support. She's your maid. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do, you do. And then here it is. And when Sarah dealt severely with her, humbling and afflicting her, she, Hagar, fled from her. Whoa. It sounds like she beat her up. 
well, she's pregnant. I don't know if she beat her. She might have smacked her. It says she afflicted her. Yeah. And she humbled her. She might have just you know, blasted her out in front of everybody. Yeah, she might have waited to everybody, all the, all the employees, I'm going to call them employees mm -hmm. around, and blast her. Right. You know, and just kept doing it. You know, where. To, but it's the point where she's like, look, I'm getting out of Dodge. I don't I care if this go. is my right. job. Right. And, you know, there's someone arid desert, so it ain't like mm -hmm. she can go down mm -hmm. to, you know, the welfare office and get snapped. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it ain't like she can call mama now. Right. They might have been a thousand miles away, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> especially if she's an e she's an Egyptian. Right. And they're over somewhere else. You talking going across the desert? So I mean, she had nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. You know. But then it's an angel or founder. You know. And then they, and he tells her, hey, you know, go back and submit to her, because this child is is a promised child, and we don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But but you see the interpersonal relationship dynamics through a bad decision. Right that they really didn't, she thought it through to a point. But what I think the takeaway we're seeing for couples are is really try to think through major decisions. And if you can try to think as far down the road as you possibly, what are the ramifications of this? Mm -hmm. If we do whatever this is. Now, obviously I'm not saying going out and go find, you know, <laughs> you know extramarital relationship. We're not saying that at all. Not it might be maybe you're trying to, to buy a house. <clears throat> maybe you're trying to buy a business. Maybe you're thinking about relocating. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is, you know, that couples need to really think through it and spend time thinking through it and talking through it and praying through it mm -hmm. and try to anticipate every situation as you possibly can. Correct. You know, so you don't get some Ishmaels. Right. I mean, I, and I think that's, that's part of this curse that we're dealing with too. A lot of people making bad choices back then, mm, and a right. bunch of Ishmael, Ish, Ishmael's being being produced on the earth. Yeah, you know, think about it is Ishmael is all right. Let okay, let me read down. I'm still in the same chapter. I'm in Genesis 16. Okay, all right. So that she goes out. She's out in the desert, and this angel comes to her and says, "Where'd you come from? Or where are you going? Intending to go?" She says, I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai, or so I'm just going to use her name, Sarah, before it's changed. And he says to her, what do you say? He said, go back to your mistress. Go back to the situation you left mm -hmm. and humbly submit to her control. In other words, I mean, part of you, you out here because you started it. <clears throat> okay. Mm -hmm. All right, and now also the angel said, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly, so they shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel considered, see now you are with child and shall bear a son and shall call his name Ishmael, which means God hears, because the Lord has heard and paid attention to your affliction. Okay? Now, mm -hmm. here is the other part of it. And he says, and he, Ishmael, will be as a wild donkey Mm. among men and well this translation said wild ass <laughs> i used the word donkey <laughs> that's right he said it now there's some people could be like oh that's in the bible i can use that word right. now. <laughs> that's no. up to you mm -hmm. it says his hand will be against every man and every man's hand against him and he will live to the east and on the borders of all his kinsmen um one one um one study actually said i think these are the modern day afghan Afghanistan. Okay. 
because not only do they fight America, they fight even other people in the Middle East. They just fight everybody. Their mm-hmm. hand is against them. Mm-hmm. And so you see that's a long-term decision and yeah. impact yeah. that you can't, you know, you can't kill an Ishmael because it's your offspring. <laughs> you Correct. Know? But just understand if you go the Ishmael route, mm-hmm. you know, you know, since we're talking about it, you know, how many couples may have had an extramarital relationship and they got an Ishmael around, mm-hmm. you know, that and that, but that wears on the couple. It does, but they have to accept that. They have to accept it. They have it. to accept it and and and, ex- mm-hmm. and move on. You know, right? You can't let that uh, break your relationship down. Right. And then so then, as we wrap this one up, one thing we do want to talk about is now you've got blended family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, he's got he got two wives technically. Yeah. But I think he only had the one time with her or whatever. She got pregnant. It doesn't say that he kind of goes back and forth with her. But she's still there, so now she is the mother of his child. Mm. So she has the child. That child is still in the home that Sarah's got to see this boy day in, day out. So now, fast forward, Isaac does come. Um, yeah, they finally, the promise comes true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They bear child, you know, they bear, bear a child. Supernaturally, the scripture there said, you read it in Hebrews 11 at the beginning. She considered God faithful and she received strength to conceive seed, which means her faith, she was able to bear the child. So now they have child. But but now Ishmael is is being the big brother bully over Isaac. <laughs> so a description said that at some point you gotta you gotta cast out wow. the bond woman and her son. So again, they get kicked out one more time. <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> you know, mm. but this time he's old, he's at least 13 years old at this age. Mm-hmm. He gets kicked out. But then the angel doesn't tell you, hey, go back this time. It's like, no, you just go on. So sometimes there needs to be a separation. Yeah. Within reason. Mm-hmm. To, I know, man, we're off it. We're all in some, in some deep water right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, it sounds like stuff that's going on now. But, you it know, is. things now are worse. But mm-hmm. this just shows you that the Bible is relevant. It's very relevant. You know, because you got that situation going on. You know, so some people today, it depends on where they are. They might be in that. It's like. Okay, Lord, what do I do? I, you know, and you got to pray about it. You got to see, mm-hmm. you know, because even as you read through, you know, Genesis 16 and the 17, you know, you, you see God still, you know, he's given her direction. He's mm-hmm. given some insight. Mm-hmm. He doesn't leave them alone. Right. You know, but you see again, you but but the relationship here, I think one of the takeaways are for people to look for are even in the midst of it. Abraham and Sarah still worked at staying together and having some level of fruitfulness. You know, they walked by faith. They, they were a couple faith. that walked by faith, and they did concede their son Isaac. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. That After is powerful. All the stuff that went on, mm-hmm. they still had a son. And they stayed together. Mm-hmm. God blessed that child. And blessed, you know, he blessed them to have many more children, of course, but mm-hmm. they stayed together even with the chaos and the scandal and the, mm-hmm. of, you know, the affair or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they worked through their issues. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then their, their son, Isaac, later gets in a relationship we're going to talk about with Rebecca, <laughs> which is a different, but they have a different dynamic, but mm-hmm. yet he still mm-hmm. made some of the same mistakes as his dad. But, you know, you know, the Bible, most people don't really look after Sarah dies. 
Abraham's 137 and he's still he's still hitting it because <laughs> he got some other kids. <laughs> I'm gonna hear it on that one, man. Yeah, when he was in, yeah, but but you know, you know, he, he was an old dude, he had it going. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was that faith part. He was walking it out. So you see that that you know, even in the midst of a dire situation, you can still endure. You can still make it. That's right. So people, so continue to read on. So our next one we're gonna be talking about is Isaac and Rebecca. Ooh. And that's actually there's some good stuff there, but. You know, you you see a, a little bit of a preview. You see some clarification of roles, you know. So anyway, that's going to be a wrap for this week. And again, this is Michael. And Sherry. So until next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Happily Married in Love. For more information, check us on multiple platforms such as Anchor FM, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also check us out on Instagram at Happily Married in Love.